Good morning passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. I am not a number. I am a free BI. Wait, I'm not even that? I am only what I am programmed to say and do? Well, crap, ain't that some existential f**kery. Have a nice flight. the pilots the podcast my name is Aaron with me as always is my spy prisoner Cameron how are you doing today honey not a prisoner I'm a free man and my blood is my own now that is a little taste just a little taste of Iron Maiden the song the prisoner based on this television show no because Iron Maiden it's a bunch of nerds. Nuh-uh. I love Iron Maiden because Nuh-uh. this next song is a song <laughs> about an albatross. It's called Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Adrian Smith and Steve Harris wrote a song called The Prisoner. It starts off with a part from this episode where he's like, you are number six. I am not a number. And he's like, you're, I'm you're, a person. I'm a person. I'm a free man. Wow, crazy. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Is, uh, that's a cool fact. Yeah, there you go. Started All right. Up. And you, had, you just had to suffer through my singing for just a second. That, it was suffering, too, I'll tell you. <laughs> it was bad. I'll tell you this for free. <laughs> it was suffering. It was not pleasant sonically for anyone. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Just sore. Sore. My body hurts like hell. Sorry about that. Oh, please. <laughs> No, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> you did help. Oh, well, you oh know. there you go. <laughs> no, we, we did a lot of, uh, for your vacation. For my vacation, I decided to uh, renovate our entire home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the pains that we've been feeling since the last time we recorded. Are, are even more continue, significant. Continue unabated yes. for the entire week. Like, it doesn't matter how much you work out. Manual labor is completely different from working out. Oh, exactly. Completely different. Exactly. So my body hurts like hell. Those, like, muscles you've never used, those, like, nameless muscles in your, like, inner thigh or something like that are like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know I exist? I bet not. You do now. Don't care that you jog all the time. But yeah, we uh we, we renovated our house a lot. Yeah. You completely redid the kitchen, it looks great. Yeah. yeah. Redid the living room, it yeah. looks great. Yeah. Exactly. You know, fresh coat of paint makes everything look uh fresh coat of paint, guys. Just fresh coat it. <laughs> just, just fresh coat don't it. Don't even clean your house, just paint it. Just paint it. <laughs> it looks great. You don't even need to clean it, just paint it. What else have we been doing? Have we watched anything recently? Uh no, because all we've been doing is like Putting in open pantries. Yeah. <laughs> hanging shelves. Hanging and shelves. Hanging things from the roof or the ceiling. And yeah. 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 yeah we've painting been... lots and lots of painting. I've gone through, God, what, 10 rollers at this point? Yeah. 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 And tons of paintbrushes. <laughs> I keep having to buy new ones because I keep throwing them away. Well, they're garbage, too. Everything's garbage. They're, they're terrible quality. Yeah. And they cost a lot, but they're terrible quality. Like, the bristles keep falling out. And I'm like, what is the point? Yeah. I'm not keeping this crap. Yeah. Exactly. It's garbage. Just throw it away. Just throw it away. So something we talked about briefly at the end of last episode, and I thought it was, uh, and then this came up in like my news feed, so I thought I'd bring it up, is how we were talking about um, amateur criticism in terms of all like right, right. television and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I want I want to get your 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 feel on this one. So Christopher Nolan, the filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. He, Batman guy, right? Yeah, I don't. Yes, yes. He did the... The Christian Bale Batman, right? He does the best Batman voice of all. <laughs> Guys, I don't really like those movies. I did like Heath Ledger's Joker. That's like the yeah. one thing well, I did Heath like. Well, Heath Ledger's just was awesome, regardless. He was awesome, so. yeah. But, yeah. But yes, that guy. Tenet, uh, yeah. Interstellar. Yeah. But anyway, so he's, he has a Peloton. Oh, no. And Peloton's thing... As is they give to, everybody heart attacks, yes. Yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, allegedly. <laughs> but like a big thing with Peloton as opposed to iFit. Mm-hmm. Well, I, this is why iFit got sued by Peloton was because mm-hmm. 
Peloton does a lot of live classes. Right. Whereas iFit was mostly on location and yeah. filmed. And then when iFit started doing live classes and Peloton sued them and it right. became a whole thing. But he, he's on his bike doing his Peloton thing. <laughs> and the instructor was like, yeah, I saw the new Christopher Nolan movie. And Christopher Nolan was like, huh. And, he, and the instructor was like, that's two hours of my life I'll never get back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're like, oh. Aww. Well, now I'm not jazzed to do this workout. <laughs> I bet that was a real bummer. You know, that sucks. Why would you say that in a workout class? I, I think the guy was let's, just... Let's just focus on getting our heart rate into that RPE zone that, see, that we need it to be in. See, that's why we need to, like, like John Peel from iFit, this is why it's the superior platform, is because they are always positive. Always positive. You're never going to hear them no. knock. He Disparage t- anybody. Ever. He loves Sublime. God. His, his three bands that he could see, Living or Dead, yeah. Sublime, <laughs> Bob Marley. No, I'll give him that one. And was it Outcast? Yeah, I went. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, but he's not knocking them. No. You don't have to worry about like. But anyway, that led to Christopher Nolan having like this like thing where he was like, I think film criticism. But I mean, like, it's all a thing about like opinions. You people should be allowed to have opinions. Oh, absolutely. But it's not a criticism. I don't think the guy in the Peloton class is like really giving his like. <laughs> it's just like I think it sucks because like when you do make art for public consumption you're gonna get that oh absolutely you know and the guy was just making conversation he didn't know christopher nolan was in his class and being like your movie sucked wow but he was talking about like kind of like the letterboxdification of film criticism where just anyone can say whatever i I don't know i mean like i think letterboxd is like stuff like that like uh is good in terms, like, what I use Letterboxd for is just, like, a film diary. Mm. I've always used it just for myself. Because, right. like, I see a lot of movies, and sometimes I forget I've seen movies, and mm-hmm. sometimes I want to be like, what did I think of that one that I saw two years ago? Right. And I'm like, oh, I hated it, or whatever. <laughs> I'm not really trying to be real with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll give right. five stars to clearly terrible movies. Right. Like, Rad has, what is one of my popular <laughs> reviews on Letterboxd is for Rad, and it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so... I know. I just thought it was interesting because it came up like right after we had talked about that. Wow. Um, Wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give us a show synopsis for The Prisoner? I mean, sure. I will. Oh, so much eyebrow acting and and half smiles, smirking, smirking, smirking. That dude, he has some facial expressions. He had some facial expressions. He kind of reminded me of a mix between Christopher Plummer. Uh huh. Paul Newman, mm-hmm. and Roy Scheider. I enjoyed watching him. He's interesting looking. Yes. I'm not going to be like, oh, he's hot. But like. No. I, I, he, he kept my attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. After he resigns, a secret agent is abducted and taken to what looks like an idyllic village, but is really a bizarre prison. They got that right. Yeah. His warders demand information. He gives them nothing. He only tries to escape. The episode is called Arrival. After resigning, I say, okay, there you go. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Uh, This is an older show. I only put two of the starrings, and I don't even think one of them was in today's episode. But but really, it's Patrick McGowan, Mm -hmm. McGuhan, as number six. Yeah. That's our guy. Yeah. Because even number two switches... I am the new number two. Yeah, that you was know? weird. What happened there? The whole fucking show is weird. I love the balloon policing everything. Like yes, it, guys, a balloon is policing everything. It's it, a big balloon that will eat you. It looks like a giant inflated condom <laughs> <laughs> that chases you around. But and, it's fully it round. It's you. not cylindrical. No, no, no. It doesn't have a little reservoir tip. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so... um. This was released June 1st, 1968. Mm-hmm. I always love these old ones because I'm always like, what was the number one on the charts at the time? Right. This time it was Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. And the number one movie was Bandolero? I, I know that one. You know, oh, you would know that one, wouldn't you? Yeah. Would... <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. I didn't, no, I didn't mean that necessarily. But like, you grew up watching a lot of those like Western oh, and yeah. stuff. So... Spaghetti Westerns is what they were called. Yeah, Spaghetti Westerns. Mm-hmm. So. I never heard of it before. Probably a very racist term now that I think about it. Bandolero. 
Isn't that just like the thing that you carry? A spaghetti western. Oh, a spaghetti western? You know, you can't be racist against Italians. It's... Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> you can do this if you want to. It's not racist. Because they're Romans and Romans suck. Romans suck. Romans suck. Romans are the problem yeah. with all of culture. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, yep. they are. They stole. Read up your history and then discover where the Romans went and how their mentality spread with them. Yeah, the, and it, you will see that every single problem is caused by Romans. Roman ideology. Every single one. They even stole from the Etruscans. Now, the Etruscans were cool as shit. Yeah. But the Romans destroyed them and stole all their goods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate Romans. I hate them. Ancient Romans. A- ancient I'm sure modern Romans modern are Roman, fine. Ciao. Ciao. Just on their uh, little vespas. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but ancient Romans, man. Every problem uh, is is from them. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah, I agree because they yeah. they would they would just they would assimilate cultures, mm-hmm. but they would like kind of in, the Borg. infect them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they the absolutely Borg. the Borg. They would take what they wanted from those cultures and then yeah. force those cultures to assimilate. And then once it swaps over to like a Christian, like yeah. we're no they longer do the same thing with Christianity. We're not prosecuting Christians. We are Christians. Yeah. Well, that that doesn't change. Like no. they're they're kind of violent and disgusting yeah. ways don't change so now christianity slowly or maybe rapidly becomes, becomes a more of a violent like yeah. more violent mm-hmm. and oppressive culture far or, from jesus's teachings oh he's a hippie he's woke jesus yeah jesus has always been woke i know always i think that's really funny though that they're talked to far right supposedly <laughs> religious religious people mm-hmm. nowadays and they bring up jesus's teachings and they're like that's like sissy lefty bull crap i don't yeah. listen to that stuff it's like well, the, what are you doing? What are religion you, are you? Because you're definitely not following Jesus, and, and you're not following the Torah. Yeah. Because you're 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 definitely putting like what is it wool and yeah. <laughs> with like the two different textiles together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's you're a sin. Bacon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, let's get off. of Whatever. Religion. We just hate Romans, ancient we, Romans. We fucking hate ancient Romans. Yeah. If, if there is a culture I hate the most, it's ancient Romans. I think they did the most harm. The most damage could have been done was done by them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they they like they went to people and were like, uh, like they went to like North Africa, yeah. and they and they called the people. Berbers because of barbarians because they didn't speak freaking Latin. Yeah, so they're like they just go brr 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 brr. Fucking racist, man. That, that's what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Brr 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 brr. Jesus, they're horrible. Ugh. Anyway. But I mean, if you're nailing people to poles, you're you're pretty horrible. Pretty pretty bad. You're pretty bad. What's the worst way We're we could so kill people? We're so civilized here. Let's nail them to poles. <laughs> so far, our episode of The Prisoner has just us <laughs> <laughs> hating on Romans. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, Roman Hate. <laughs> Roman Hate. Next week on Roman Hate. Let's talk Caesar. <laughs> so, The Prisoner. Yeah. Man, it had a groovy intro, huh? Well, that was intense. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that hot rod was street legal. No, it was not. But it was a car with a K. <laughs> K car. The license plate said so. I I don't know that like what I always think is funny, and I think Bond. I think we'll have to talk about a little bit of James Bond as we absolutely this. because it was very uh, similar. It was very similar, but I will say this about Pat. Uh, or what was his name? Patrick McGowan? Or yeah. Am I, am I, is that right? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Okay, Patrick. He's clearly Irish. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, the uh, one thing I will say about Patrick McGowan, as opposed to Bond, and you'll probably appreciate mm-hmm. this, is that the people who made this show kept trying to hook him up with women. Yeah. And he kept refusing. He's like, no, I don't want to, like, be, like, a womanizer. Hell I don't, yeah. I don't want to be just sleeping around. I'm not going nice. to do that. Like, that's not... Because he was a producer for the show, too. Wow. And I think he basically created the concept. Nice. From what I understand. So, yeah, he was very, like... So, through the whole series... It's not a long series. It's British. So, it's, yeah. like, 13 episodes. Yeah. Ran for five years or whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, but... Uh, he was like, no, I, I won't do it. And they kept trying. He was like, nope, wow, not doing it. Wow, that's cool. So that's kind of cool. That's cool. Major respect for that. But the thing about Bond and him is like, they always are like, they're supposed to be secret agents. They're supposed to be spies. And then they drive around in the loudest. Yeah, most obnoxious, noticeable cars. cars in the world. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be stealthy? Yeah. Like... No, no. Spies are supposed to stand out massively. I, I guess it's like, if you're in that line of work, you're like, 
I'm not afraid of anything, uh, you know? <laughs> you got a lot of knowledge in your head. You might want to keep on the DL. Well, and that brings us to basically the plot of yeah. the show. The whole... The other week, we were talking about what do you do with retired spies? Yeah, they yeah. They have a lot of knowledge in their heads. Do you put them in witness protection? Yeah. What do you do with them? And then this episode, he's like, yeah, I resigned. And they're like, you got a lot of knowledge in your head. Welcome <laughs> to the village. Well, I'll say this. I, I got this fact from this that... Uh, he was at, he he was on the a show called The Secret Agent. I guess he was very typecast, just like spies. <laughs> and there was a party, and there were some members of Parliament. So someone asked him, mm-hmm. "Hey, what does a secret agent do when he retires?" Oh. Meaning, "Hey, Patrick McGowan, now that you're no McGuhan, now that you're no longer the secret agent on TV, what do you do? What right. are you gonna do next?" But then he started thinking, well, "What do secret agents do after they yeah. retire?" So then he... Because you have to protect them somehow. Yeah. So they he, still have all that knowledge. So he went to a member of parliament, because he's, I guess, a famous actor, yeah. and he, he had friends in high places, and he said, uh, ask the same question, not thinking the guy was talking about him as an actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy in parliament said, oh, we take care of them, we give them a house, a car, some pocket money, and that way they don't defect. And that was what inspired him know. to create the show. It's like, what do you do with a secret yeah. agent? Because, like you said, they have... All this information, they have state yeah. secrets. You can't just let them No, you can't be. just let them be, ever. So that's what happens. So the whole intro to the show mm-hmm. is done almost mizzen-scene. It's yeah. silent, mm-hmm. and you see him go into a parking garage. He goes to his, like, underground MI6 type lair. I don't right. know if it's MI6 or whatever. I mean, I guess it's MI whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's yelling at his boss. Mm-hmm. And then he goes home, and he's getting all his, like, passports and stuff together, and he gets gassed, Mm -hmm. and he wakes up on an island. In this village, surrounded by mountains and ocean. It's so funny, because he's trying to figure out what he, what's going on. Yeah. And the place is beautiful. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. Now, Now, except for all of the creepy cameras and the weird balloon and so many people, it would be a great place to live. It's actually a real place. Mm-hmm. It's in, uh, where, where did you think it was going to be? Uh, the Czech Republic, probably. It's actually in North Wales. Wow. It's a town called, I'm going to probably butcher this for our Welsh listeners, Port Marion. So How is that butchered? It's a Port Marion. Well, it's like one word, P-O-R-T-M-E-I-R-I-O-N. I'm assuming, oh, it, but okay. I don't know if there's any kind of weird Welsh. Right. Welshiness that I needed to... Welshiness. That I needed. That's the proper term. Welshiness. You can't be racist against the Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Welsh are cool. Welsh are cool. Yeah, they got a dragon flag. Oh, yeah, Welsh. So, yeah, a dragon get... flag. That's fucking cool. That is cool. And who has the unicorns of Scotland? The Scotland. <laughs> Scottish people are cool, too. The Scottish people are cool, too. Because the English are like, we're going to have a lion. <laughs> And we're like, well, we're going to do whatever the hell we no, want. No, no mythological reaches. No, it's too late. Unicorn, dragon. <laughs> it felt like to me that he should have been more alert. If you go into your office mm-hmm. as a spy and you angrily, because like this yeah. is what we see. We don't hear what he's he, arguing. We see him slamming his fist down on the desk. And he's like, and I resign. Turning his gun and badge. He turned in his gun and badge, his secret s- spy sunglasses or whatever <laughs> and you know he's like not on alert he just goes home and then gets kidnapped right away yeah exactly so uh he ends up on this island and like the the village was pretty but it did remind me a little bit of for people who don't know mm. there's a place in florida actually <laughs> called the villages oh god it's terrifying it is terrifying i hate being there it's so terrifying i have family who have lived there or adjacent to it Mm -hmm. for a while now yeah and i do not like it no no if you don't know what it is it's basic it's the it's like maga central in florida absolutely because at this point well yeah Mm -hmm. because it's all well to do ish Mm -hmm. Old people. Yeah. It's like a retirement city. Yeah. And they've basically built it up into little villages. Mm-hmm. So there's like a town that's set up like uh, the Keys or yeah. whatever. There's like another town that's like the Spanish yeah. town or whatever. It's creepy as hell, guys. It's terrifying. You get around in golf carts. Like this show. They like get the around. Golf. Yeah, yeah, like the show. Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrifying. I've been there like twice. Yeah. I really don't like going to visit it's your cre- family it's because creepy. it's so creepy. It's so manufactured and 
disturbing. Like, I I cannot put my finger on it, but it is not natural. Yeah, it's not natural. It it's, is not natural. Well, it's like, and that's why I compare it to the show a little mm-hmm. bit. On the facade, it seems kind of like, oh, well, this would that's be a nice, nice place yeah. for old people to get together and, like, yeah. be safe. Yeah. But on the other hand, it seems very almost fascist in yes. its... You like you and I used to live in St. Augustine. We lived on an island yeah. off of St. Augustine. Loved it. And it was great. Love island living. Island living was great because everything Even was... though I hate sand, I love island living. <laughs> <laughs> we liked it because it was very self-contained. Yes. But there was also like a realness to it. It mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily ma- manufactured. Yeah. The villages in Florida has the... It's manufactured, but it has like that island living vibe like... Once you're here, you never need to leave. You cannot leave. You cannot leave. Yeah. And it's weird. The, the whole place is just riddled with STDs. and Ugh. and the um, Because, you know, old people don't believe in safe sex. They don't believe in safe because sex. Because they were never taught it, and so therefore nobody needs to know it. Yeah. And it's, it's I can't even really explain this to people. But I will say a lot of, like, the... Uh, the voter fraud that happened in Florida came from the villages. Yeah. Like, that's the place it was, and it was obviously for Trump. Yeah. It's it's just a nasty place yeah. to be. It's really foul. But, like, again, it doesn't look no evil Mm-mm. on the outside, but that's what makes it evil. And that's what, yeah. again, this village does. It's very unnatural. And if you guys ever go there, you will feel that same vibe. It is disturbing. N- yeah, yeah. It's as bad as driving down an empty Texas road. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's there's something wrong here. It's unsettling. Yes, it very much is. It's very Stepford Wives, like, that kind of feeling. Mm, to, and you no, don't think so? No, Stepford Wives is far less creepy. You get yeah. cookies there. Yeah, that's good, true. Well, <laughs> I like a good cookie. I like cookies. <laughs> but, like, this, this town that he's in, this village he's in, now... To be honest with you, mm-hmm. if I could retire in that village. Oh, I would? Yes. It, I mean, all it is <laughs> is... Oh, we never did our uh, our expectations for the show. Did you have any oh, expectations? Oh, yeah, yeah, them? I did. I mean, they're not really funny or anything. Let's see here. I'm sure they're funny. A man breaks out of prison and is on the run, not only from the law, but from <laughs> his own mind. Ooh. Whoa. I think you might be on to something on that one, mm. though. I My haiku was... <laughs> Suntanned beach babes bathe, <laughs> fattened on espionage. Nice. The moon is eclipsed. Ooh. I, I got a little, uh, yeah, little yeah, symbolic I there. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up in this town, and he's just trying to kind of figure out where he is. Yeah, because he just wakes up in this really pretty town. And nobody is telling him anything. Mm-hmm. And when he tries to like make phone calls, there's no phones, there's no yeah. taxis. There's one phone booth in town this is the 60s guys oh i don't think i ever oh no i did give that information Mm -hmm. there's only one phone booth in town and they won't give him any information because he doesn't give them his number yeah and he doesn't even know what that is at this point he finds a general stoa (laughs) oh wait does he go on the taxi first yeah he takes a ride on the taxi yeah he meets this woman and she's like i'm the taxi he's like take me out of town she's like i don't do that we're all local. local Yeah. Everything is just local. Yeah. And he's like, well, take me to the furthest point you can mm-hmm. in town. <laughs> and she drives him back to where he is, yeah. which is a really funny gag. Yeah. And she's like, that would be two credits, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, but what we do learn from her, too, is that this isn't just English people. Yeah. There's a lot of different spies there. Because apparently. she introduces... Or prisoners. She she welcomes him in French and he's mm-hmm. like, why did you talk to me in French? And she's like, that's an international language. Yeah. And she thought he was Czech, I think. Yeah. Or German, I think maybe. No, Polish. Polish, Polish. Yeah, she thought he might be Polish. Right. So he like goes to a general store and he asks for a map. And this is another kind of fun... They're like, they're not laugh out loud gags. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> because he goes to this general store and he's like, he meets this guy, and everyone gives a weird salutes with like the okay yeah. symbol. I guess that's the white. Power well, it's, it's thing a now. camera eye because they put it on their eye. Oh, I didn't you, even. You catch... didn't catch that? No. Yeah, it's the camera eye. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, not cool. They're always watching. They're always watching. It's, it really is a Big Brother. It's type really fucking creepy. The longer you watch the show, like you said, mm-hmm. at first you're like, "Well, this is a nice little." Yeah, I was like, "This is a nice place to get kidnapped too." <laughs> but by the end, you're like, "Get me the f- yeah out of it's here!" Terrifying. It's really good. 
And uh, so he goes to this general store, and he's like, hey, can I get a map? Yeah. And the guy's like, do you want black or white, or do you want color? And he's like, I don't care, just give me a map. And he gives him a map, and it's basically like a Disney World map of yeah. the village. Like, yeah. And you see mountains on every side of the village, mm-hmm. and nothing beyond that. He's like, no, 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 I need a bigger map. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, the only map we have that's bigger is in color, and it costs more. And he's like, he's like, that's okay, just give me that one. And he gives it to him, and it's the same it's map, the same just map. slightly bigger. Just actually, like, the map size is yeah, larger. The, yeah, it's and not... the word, the fonts are larger. <laughs> it's not the the locations. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. yeah. And, and he's the like. The topography is yeah, not that. It's just the same image. It's the same map. Just blown out, which is funny. And, um. <laughs> He goes back. He somehow finds out where he's supposed to live. Mm-hmm. The door opens for him. Yeah. He gets a phone call from number two who invites him to his, like, manor house. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, like, so so this is where it gets kind of, like, really wild. Right. Because this number two, and we get a new number two as the show goes, goes on. on. yeah. And is that going to be, like, a thing throughout the show? It, it might like, be, depending on how badly they fail. Yeah, like, because I liked the first number two. I did too. But then second number two seemed scarier to me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So it's this huge, like, cerebro chamber Mm -hmm. (laughs) with chairs from the future. Like, if you've seen, uh, um, like, Men in Black. The ball chairs. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about when I say ball chairs. Yeah, the ball chairs. It looks like you're being put into a black eight ball. Yeah. Those chairs. Yeah. And the... Room is like completely devoid of anything except for a lava lamp. <laughs> the lava and lamps are everywhere. At first, I was la- <laughs> I, I made a note. I made a note of the They're lava lamp. Even in the doctor's office when he's getting a physical, they are everywhere. I made a note of that particular lava lamp because <laughs> I was like, "That's really funny. This is this huge empty room where this man is sitting, and all that's in there is a lava lamp." And I'm like, "Was he just staring at the lava lamp?" <laughs> But then the lava lamps are everywhere. So I'm like, okay, these are significant. (laughs) So I don't know. So I was like, okay, what does that mean? Right. Lava lamps are a sound of the future and technology. Yeah, like, 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 it's like woo. whenever you go into like sci-fi stuff, there's always fish everywhere. Yeah, fish, fish. There's again. like aquariums everywhere. Because they look otherworldly. Yeah. And I guess lava lamps look otherworldly. I guess. Yeah, but it's this huge lavender cerebro chamber. And he uh, number two asks number six, mm-hmm. who we find that's, I'm going to just refer to him as that now. Mm-hmm. What he wants for breakfast. He's not a number. He's a person. How dare you? I'm not a person. I'm a free man. <laughs> <laughs> um, this show was awesome. Yeah. By the way, guys, this show rocks. Like, I, you would be hard-pressed to find anything remotely similar to it these days. Not even close. Not even close. This show was so bizarre. I couldn't predict what was going to happen. I said... It was wild. And, like, halfway through it, I go, this is crazy. I said, um, excuse my uh, language, that I'll just bleep yeah. out anyway. But, like, I wrote a note that said, this show has produced more what the fucks from us yeah. than any show we've ever watched. Absolutely. Because we're like, Absolutely. what is going what on? What the hell is going on? It, it's phenomenal. What happens with this breakfast is, like, what we what we learn is, like, they know everything about him. Everything. The only, like, they're like, how, how do you want your tea? And he's like, well, do you want some tea? He's like, yeah. He's like, do you want Indian or China? And he's like, I don't care. And he's like, uh, I want lemon in it, though. Mm-hmm. And they, I loved how that lemon went in. That looked Oh, that looked beautiful. I've never tasty. seen a lemon served like that. Normally, it's like a clip on the side yeah, of the Yeah, it looked way classier. This looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, what do you want for breakfast? And he's like, would you like bacon? Or what was it? How did it go uh, down? He was like, how many eggs do you want with your bacon? And he was like, I want two. And, and they, they already had it. Yeah, they lifted the lid, and it's like. It was already there. Now, the bacon looked disgusting. The bacon looked Wow, what the hell was that bacon? It was like a slab of fat. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but that was not bacon. That was the worst thing that happened on the show, though. So, <laughs> I guess. We were both like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. no thing. I would no have been like, you. no thanks. In fact, a Pizza Hut commercial came on next, and we were like, that actually looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the last time we had Pizza Hut, we it were violently gross. ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Shows you how gross looking that bacon was. But, like, the point is, like, they're showing, like, we know you. Except for the fact that he finally asked for lemon in his tea. That yeah, was that was something the one, different. That was the one. They didn't know that, and they didn't yeah. know the exact time of his birth. Yeah. 
But what they do is they show him this, like, reel of his life from when he was, like, a baby. Yeah, this is crazy. How and, do, how are they filming that? I think they just got those pictures. I okay. don't think they were filming that part. It's not until he actually becomes, like, a spy. Like, they, they show a picture of him, and like, going in for his job interview. Well, there was one, too, where he's just shaving, and they're like, and here you hear the click. And here you hear the click. Yeah. So he knows he's getting photographed at some point I think, subconsciously because he's looking for the click. Well, first of all, get better cameras that don't yeah, make clicks. Yeah, you're not supposed to have clicking sounds with your cameras, guys. But yeah, like at some point they're like, yeah, this is when you first suspected like yeah. you were being watched like all the time. Yeah. And at that point, from that point forward, they just have him mm-hmm. dead to right. And they're like, oh, here's a point where you sneezed and our cameras lost you for just a second. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's real creepy. Mm-hmm. But then like kind of what you were, you said something while we were watching it, it feels very much prescient yeah. in terms of today's society where we are constantly being filmed and yeah. recorded. And, and spied on. And we're doing it willingly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're. I'm really stoked we got rid of our Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, but I do want to say something about getting rid of Amazon Prime, guys. It's not as easy as just canceling Amazon no. Prime because any service that you had mm-hmm. that is Amazon adjacent. Yeah. They, like, completely, like, not freeze you out. You still hold your accounts to these things. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, I mean, we're going to get rid of her, but, like, Alexa. Yeah. The, they completely, like, upended my app, and I had to, like, yep. redo everything. Like, it was, like, almost like I was starting from scratch. Yeah, they factory was, re- uh, def- default everything. They basically factory defaulted, like, anything that mm-hmm. was, like, Amazon-related. Yeah. Um, so, like, we had a fire, we have a fire TV, uh-huh. so we had to re-download every single app. Yeah. Exactly. Even though we still have the account, we just don't pay for Prime. Yeah, yeah. It basically it, factory defaulted yeah. our TV. Yeah. Like. It's it, stupid. It's ridiculous. But we're doing this and we're finally getting rid of it. And it's just a long process because apparently it is just ingratiated into everything. Exactly. And I mean, not ingratiated. In, uh, what's ingrained? Into. Interwoven? No. It's another N-word. Okay, okay. I, I got I N-word. It's an N-word. I N-word. It's not one of those outwards. It's one of the N-words. But, like, it is annoying, though, because, like we said, all we did was cancel Prime. Yeah. We shouldn't have had to deal with all this stuff, and they just made it as annoying as possible. Yes, absolutely. Which was frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, we're planning on getting rid of it. And then they were like, do you want us to spy on you for advertising purposes? No, man. Yeah. Oh, and we had, like, we had told, like, these things, like, we don't want you spying. And they yeah. p- turned that back on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, so just be aware. All these things that you have, guys, they usually have something in there that, like, is recording you at all times. Yeah. Turn it off. Just turn it off, yeah. Uh, and they'll be like, but then we can't get targeted ads for you. It's like, screw you. I don't want your honey dust targeted ads. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing about the, the map that he sees that we didn't mention <laughs> is that there's a fun palace. Oh, yeah, on the map. The number one place was a fun palace. And I go, ooh, a fun ooh, palace. Yeah. What's that? Like, again, at the beginning, this place looks pretty cool. They're selling ice cream on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, so number two takes him up in a uh, a whirly bird. Whirly bird. And uh, shows him kind of like the village from mm-hmm. upside. He's like, this is this place. This is this place. You this realize this how place. small it is then at that time, too. Yeah, it's not as maybe big as big you, you think, think it, it is. is. Yeah. And especially because you're not even allowed. There is like a countryside to it. Yeah. But you're apparently not allowed out there. No, a balloon will eat you. A balloon will eat you. A balloon will eat you. That's really when the show started getting, like, wild. Yeah, because we were like, what the hell is this? Because they go to, like, square or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this down, too. Like, what's crazy about this show is it has that very deliberate, I don't want to say slow, I want to say deliberate mm-hmm. pacing of a British TV drama. Right. On top of the fact that it's from the 60s. So if you know yeah. what I'm talking about, I would write stuff down. Mm-hmm. And immediately look up and be like, what just happened? <laughs> like, even though it has, like, that pace, mm-hmm. there's so much information. You really can't be looking away. You can't look mm-hmm. away because I'm like, why is that mime being eaten by a balloon? Yeah, like, there was a mime, a French mime <laughs> with baguette and everything. Waldo shirt, you name it. All that. All that beret. <laughs> he was being eaten by the balloon. Well, and that was Cobb, right? 
No. That wasn't Cobb. Wait. That's Cobb. Wait, was that Cobb? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All white men look the same to me. <laughs> white man blind. <laughs> <laughs> I th- at least I thought so. But yeah, th- like it's, it's this like globby, bouncy ball. Yeah. Nothing up until this point in the show had like- No, nothing like that. Hinted this is a thing. And th- Well, one of my favorite parts, too, is the seesaw viewing room. Yeah, this is There's, okay. It's like the Hunger Games where they. Uh, it really is. Yes, yes. When they're like uh, spying on all of the players. Well, and and, uh, and there's chairs moving around, and but this is on a seesaw. <laughs> it gets crazy, guys. It gets really weird, and like statues are constantly staring at you. Yeah. Well, and the 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 bald man who's like in that Big Brother room with the seesaw yeah. cameras. He reminded me of Ed Harris's character in uh, the Truman Show. Right, yeah. So I'm wondering if there was some sort of inspiration in the Truman Show yeah. with that idea of, like, constantly monitoring. Surveillance, yeah. Surve- a, a constant surveillance of someone's life. Yeah, it's disturbing, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I literally... Every single woman is obviously a plant. Because every single woman, they're either a plant or a maid. There are no other distinctions. Well, I, well, and I think that's a cool thing about the show because somehow, I don't know how we're we're on board with who, what is clearly a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> number six is scary. Yeah. Oh, like, he's terrifying. Like yeah. when I when I say he has a mix of like Paul Newman and Roy Scheider he's and fierce. Christopher Plummer, mm-hmm. those men to me are handsome, mm-hmm. but they also have a dangerous quality behind they their eyes. They look a little bit cold. They look like, you know, mm-hmm. like Christopher Lee like was like a spy who like murdered yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like, when I look at Patrick McGowan, I'm like, that guy will kill me. Yeah, there's a... But I'm on his side. Yeah, there's some scenes where I was like, hey, lady, I know you're evil, but you might want to back away. He will... He will kill you. End you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you back away. So, and then, like, again, like, as the show progresses, things get more and more kind of, uh, there's more of a surveillance culture Mm -hmm. uh, aspect to it. There's a more Mm -hmm. fascist aspect of it. Yes, absolutely. Where, like, there's a sign that's everywhere that says, a still tongue makes a happy life. Well, there was another poster up, too, that said uh, something about questions are not supposed to be asked and answers are not supposed to be given. Yeah. So, like, you, like... You're not supposed to question anything. No, you're just supposed to just shut up. And do as you're told. And it, it was like a kind of like play. It's all like paranoia and voyeurism. Yeah. And placating people with empty comforts. Yes. Which feels very modern to me. Oh, absolutely. Like, we don't want you guys thinking too hard. No. We don't want you guys questioning what's happening. Mm-mm. Here's your, you know... Uh, video games, here's your yeah. vape stores, here's yeah. your, you know, whatever, YouTube, here's your Instagrams and whatever. Yeah. Just mindlessly scroll through this mm-hmm. and ignore what's the man behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. And that's what the show is trying to do to number six. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if you fall in line, you'll be given great authority. You might even, uh, you might even get some power. You might yeah, even, you like, you might move... even be on the council. How about that? Wouldn't How that be that? nice? Democratic election, you know? So just play along and give us the information we need. Yeah. And, like, I understand where he's at, too, because, like, does he know who these people no, are? No, no. He, uh, he actually says, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you work for, so I am giving you nothing. Like, I don't know if you're with the British. Uh, yeah, he, he, says, even, he says, yeah. I'm very loyal to my government. Like, yeah. I am loyal to the British government, but mm-hmm. I don't know that you are the British government. Exactly. I don't know who you are, so I'm not giving you a damn thing. And that's, like, the whole setup for the show at that mm-hmm. point is, like, they're trying to get information from him. And he's like, I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. But I know they're trying to basically brainwash me and gaslight me into yeah. this thing. So I just want to get out of here. Yeah, exactly. And not being able to. And uh, being in a completely disoriented state where I don't know. I mean, like, he steals a golf cart at one point to try to get away. But it's like, or he steals a helicopter at yeah. one point. But it's like, where do you go? I don't even know where I am because yeah. I have not seen a map that's larger than just the town. Like, yeah, Like exactly. I said, like a Disney World map. Yeah, you could be anywhere. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah. Could be the Czech Republic. Could be in the Czech Republic. Croatia, uh, which is absolutely beautiful. Now, do why do you think he's number six? Like, do you think the six? I don't have... know because he is up high and on a list of numbers. Because yeah. like the chess player, uh, ship's captain was sixty-six. Well, here's the thing though, and I and I put those numbers together, and I'm like, are we doing like a Mark of the Beast thing here? Maybe. Uh, but because I also think, unless my eyes are deceiving me, um, the maid mm-hmm. was also sixty-six. Hmm. So I don't know if, 
Which could be, though, that because she failed in her task, she lost her number. Am I reading too much, or did my eyes deceive me? Did I not No, see? you definitely lose rank when you don't Because succeed. number two is gone. Yeah, number two is gone. We don't know what happened to number and two. And we know that that maid fails because yeah. her whole deal was like she was she confesses she says yeah. i was supposed to spy on you and mm-hmm. give them any information i found on you mm-hmm. and then we don't see her again no because she failed and they they, they have a conversation like the ed harris and the number mm-hmm. two guy or i think it was them were like uh or the original number two are mm-hmm. like oh i thought she was gonna work yeah and then the next time you see the number 66 it's the guy playing chess yeah who was trying to get information from him. Absolutely. He's like, hey, you know what? You can always take out my boat. Yeah. Trying to get on his good side. Exactly. Trying to get on yeah. his good side. Trying to seem like... And like even the idea of playing chess feels like I'm learning something about this person. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you know? learn a lot about a person through chess. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, number six seemed wild because if number number two, for all intents and purposes, is the highest... Number. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a number one, but number two is like, you don't deal number with- Number two does everything. You deal with me. Yeah. As far as you're concerned, I'm number one. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so it's like, why is he number six? But then I guess the idea is perhaps their numbers are based on the information they know. Importance. Because new number two says of him, he's being disruptive, he's mm-hmm. being terrible, but we're not going to take extreme measures with him yet. he's too important. He's too important. Because mm-hmm. we see what they do to the other people. Completely brainwashed. There's, like, a group that are, like, in group therapy that mm-hmm. are just, like, they have, like, headphones on yeah. and little visors. visors. It looks like some guy got lobotomized. Like, he was just crazy, like, talking gibberish. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. Because that happens after he tries to escape in the golf cart. Yeah. He gets captured by the big bouncing ball, Mm -hmm. ends up in the hospital, also ends up with Cobb, who also was trying to make an escape. Yeah. But then suddenly is a turntail that we find out. No, I think think the whole thing was like a setup. A setup? I think it was all a setup. Wow. It was all an elaborate setup to get, because they knew he was going to try to escape and eventually end up in the hospital. And that would like- And try to get their lady plant again to work. They needed Mm -hmm. another lady plant to work. Yeah. He leaves the hospital after a day, and they're like, we'll get you some new clothes. And why can't he have his old clothes? Because he asks. He flat out asks. And they never answer. They don't give him his old clothes because I think they want him to be so reliant on them. Right. Any hint of independence is a hope for freedom. Right. And then also conforming your outward appearance to the rest of the village Mm -hmm. psychologically puts you more in the village. Exactly, yeah. Because they just send him out with a straight-up boater hat. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. (laughs) Like a little, like he should have had a big lollipop. <laughs> yeah, he, it was awesome. Dick Van Dyke pops up, starts singing a song. <laughs> in the 60s, uh-huh. was it common to employ old women to sit in rocking chairs and watch you as you convalesce? <laughs> I don't know. That's, what was that? That's really bizarre. I feel like I've seen, see, like, I don't think it's just necessarily a strange thing about this show, though, because right. I feel like I've watched old movies where there's old people who just watch you Sleep maybe, in hospitals. Maybe they used to do that just to, to well, keep an eye on in case they wake up, you know? You know what? Actually. You don't have nurse call buttons anymore. You don't have yeah. monitors. You don't have that cause yeah. kind of electric stuff. that Yeah, could like, so maybe that used to be a job for them. Like, hey, let yeah. me know if he's stirring. Actually, yeah. I think we just answered a question. I think we answered our own question. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been a pretty chill job, though, because I think she was just knitting. Yeah, she was just knitting. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like we said before, there are some fabulous mm-hmm. eyebrow and lip work. Oh my god, absolutely fabulous. I mean, it's pretty I great. had problems though with the camera whipping around every now and then. There are some whip pans. Yeah. Um, it would actually make me a little dizzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's intentional though. Oh, absolutely, because you're supposed to feel dizzy just like he is. Yeah, he's feeling di- you're supposed yeah. to feel disoriented yeah. and whatever. And then there was that one scene where he's in his little bungalow, mm-hmm. which it, it, which is funny. And it felt like, I don't know if, the, I do not think this was meant to be mm-hmm. mirroring the show. But, like, he walks into his bungalow and you are like, you and I are like, oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. And then it opens up and we're like, oh, that's nice. And then he opens up, like, another door and we're like, wow, this is pretty nice. It's a fully furnished place. Yeah. It's very clean. You have a maid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And then I was like, huh, kind of crappy closet. And then he goes into the kitchen <laughs> and we go, oh. Oh. 
What a gross kitchen. <laughs> the kitchen's terrible. It's like it was kind of like as the reveals came, like the show, it got worse and worse. It got worse and worse. He goes in the kitchen, he's got canned spaghetti. Gross. What, what the hell is that? That's not even SpaghettiOs. What the hell is canned spaghetti? It's disgusting. <laughs> he's got his own lava lamp, and he's got this little transistor radio that's like blaring. Well, and it's like subtle. Though. It's like it's 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 just classical music, and then it just gets louder yeah. and louder and louder until he like flips out and breaks it. Yeah, and the music doesn't stop. No, it keeps coming. Yeah. From who knows where. Yeah, and he asks, he's like, well, yeah. how come I can't break this? And I think the maid's like, you can't break anything here. Yeah. So what he finds out, too, is that that Cobb, the other man in the hospital, has killed himself. Mm-hmm. Cobb has said he's been there for a few weeks, but perhaps months. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. But it seems crazy. He's like, it's hard to tell in this place. I'm like, they gave you a day planner. <laughs> you could be keeping Yeah, track. but it seems like Cobb was under drugs for a really long time. Pro- probably, probably. So he, uh, we, we find out Cobb has flung himself out of the hospital window and killed himself. Mm-hmm. And they have a very, like, Mar- Mardi, Gras. Mardi Gras New Orleans type funeral, funeral form yeah. where they have a band and, and a parade, a parade yeah. and a, a woman weeping wearing a, with Vaseline tears and a <laughs> beach ball for a cloak. Good God. And I love how she thinks she's, like, being inconspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I can see that coat five miles away. I mean, like, what I love about the show, though, is they, is that he is so off balance for the whole show. They mm-hmm. are always ahead of him. Always. They know, because what we find out is Cobb, who they are burying in their cemetery on the beach, which seems like a terrible Ew, place. That's a terrible place like, to bury dead bodies. They're ma- going to get washed up. How many, like, low tide or high tides until that thing is... Are completely exposed. Yeah, that's a bad place to bury people. But what they know is, because Cobb is dead, he's going to be interested. Mm-hmm. He sees this woman who is mourning this death, so he's like, "That's my that person cared about Cobb, so I'm going to go talk to her. Yeah. And then, of course, she is feeding information to them. She's another plant. Another plant. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's all, like, they know him well enough to know that he's, like, mm-hmm. he's going to figure that out. And what we also find out, of course, is that Cobb didn't actually die. Yeah. He, I don't know what Co- I don't know what Cobb's deal is. Well, I think he's been completely brainwashed because he's like, well, let me go see what my new masters want. Yeah, I think he's fully bought into the yeah. village at that point. Yeah, I think so. I think that is the fate that awaits number six. Yeah. If he can't get away. Yeah, I agree. I think that's what's going you on. You just get completely brainwashed. I mean, like, that's pretty much it. He tries to escape. He gets caught again. And the show, like, <laughs> flings his face at, a, at the screen, shows some bars, which mm-hmm. is kind of, I get it, but, like, not really appropriate for the show because he's not really. But I guess, again, it's a metaphor of, like, the prison. Yeah. And uh, that's where it ends, uh, you know, until next episode. Like I said, there's only, like, I think 13 episodes altogether. Okay. For the show, but it was a very well-regarded. Um, I can see why it was show. very interesting. Yeah, I mean, like it kind very of unique up my alley. Mm-hmm. Kept me on my toes like the whole time, mm-hmm. and I know some spoilers of the show. Okay, and even knowing that, I'm like, I was still engaged with it. Wow. Okay. Uh, some reviews. This is from A. Hainer. This is from 2022. It says, boring and pretentious. I had to watch this show for a college class. Not only was it boring, it was repetitive and pretentious. Really? See, I can spot pretension five miles away. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this wasn't pretentious for me. I didn't feel like it Absolutely was. Absolutely not. I feel like it was rich. Yeah. In that it does... I think there are things in it that like warrant repeat viewing. Like yeah. I would be very curious to know if the maid's number was 66 and the old man's number was 66. Yeah. But it's like you have to be watching for these little things yeah. in there to, I think, really fully appreciate it. Exactly. So it's like I wrote down, like, it was when uh, the ball got the mime. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote something down and I, I put, like, I looked down and, like, I'm like, I don't, what, what, what just, just happened? happened? And I was like, a balloon just ate somebody. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> uh, it wasn't smart. The writers just enjoyed thinking they would. 
thinking they was smarter than oh, the viewers. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that you don't well even earned, have proper grammar, so f*** off. Well-earned college, college money. <laughs> the dialogue was over the top with big words. That what? didn't fit was actually was actually going on. Wait, there were big words. None this one. I didn't. I didn't get that. Lava lamp. Lava lamp. <laughs> Fun palace. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode was just the same plot package, slightly different than the previous, to make it seem like it was new and exciting. Now I will say this: it's smart that they only did like thirteen something episodes mm-hmm. because I think it could get repetitive. Right. If it were today. It would be something like Lost, mm. where like that first season you're like, ooh, cool. Yeah. But then you get into like the later seasons oh, and you're God, like, okay. Such a drag. I wish more people would be willing to just make almost like limited series yeah. or like, let's make a fully contained show. Yeah. And like, even though that it's That way pop- it's always well received and we can yeah. end it on a good note. Even if it's popular, I think that was the problem with something like Lost or Heroes yeah. or whatever, is like they were popular right out the gate and it was like, we don't really have the content to fill up multiple seasons. Yeah. So now we're just going to do stupid shit. I don't know that I would call it repetitive if there's only 13 episodes, because obviously the plot of the show is get off the island. Yeah, try to escape. That's And it's just going to be different, different ways. Yeah, different ways. Yeah. I'm going to try to do this. And who do I trust and who don't I trust and yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, the actors are wooden. No. No. <laughs> And unrealistic, making it hard to connect or care that they were trapped in the location they were in, and the re- resolution pretty much pretty derivative and expected. If you want help falling asleep, watch this. Wow. Wow. This dude's boring. You, I feel like that's one of those like collegey kids, uh, and I can say this because who I'm, are trying to be clever. Like I'm too. Like well, like people who are like um, Shakespeare's <laughs> stupid. You know, like uh, like oh Shakespeare. Like, how boring, you right. know, like... How droll. How droll, how gauche. <laughs> so pretentious. And it's like, yeah, go, you know. <laughs> like, it's like their personality yeah. to be a contrarian. Yep. We have a son like that. Oh, God. Um, garbage unless, says Film Man Retaliates in 2021, an absolutely pretentious garbage of a show unless you read the explanation from the writer about the reason behind number six retirement, overrated to say the very least. Wow. So he's saying it's only good if you know why he's on the island. Oh, that's stupid. Uh, this is from Info Freak in 2002. Absolutely essential viewing. The Prisoner is one of those things that inspires either absolute devotion or utter confusion. <laughs> I think it does both. Yeah. There are no halfway reactions to this TV series. Many consider it to be the most imaginative and original TV show ever, mm. and I'm inclined to agree with them. Nothing until Twin Peaks came close to competing with it. Mm. However, unlike Twin Peaks, The Prisoner knew when to stop. <laughs> there we go. There you go. There is hardly a bad episode in the whole series, and the final show is perfect. Patrick McGowan will always have an important place in not only television history, but pop culture as a whole. Wow. From his involvement with this stunning and unforgettable show. To me, it gets better and better as the years go by. If you haven't ever seen it, make sure you do so. You don't know what you are missing. Wow. I agree. I think everyone should at least watch it. I mean, honestly, I hadn't heard of it, but I'm not a film school student. Right. I And, you know, 1968 is way before my time. In like So... I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of it, but I'm really stoked I got to watch it. Yeah, I'm kind of one of those people, like when we were kids and there wasn't like really streaming like there is now, mm-hmm. and you kind of watched whatever you watched whenever it was on, mm-hmm. like that's just what you did because that was the time you had. This just is not a show that came up for me, and I think it's because it's British. Right. And there's only 13 episodes. You can't syndicate a 13-episode show. True. So unless you had... I mean, if it were anywhere, it might have been on PBS, kind of like Monty Python was on PBS, but I wasn't really watching PBS either. Yeah. It's one of those shows that I have heard in passing people discuss, like, oh, The Prisoner is Mm. brilliant, blah, blah, blah. And then, obviously, I did a whole deep dive into Iron Maiden last year, which is right. why I know, like, I was like, oh. That's crazy. But I think that's really cool that the, mm-hmm. he watched this show and was like, I want to write a song about that show because yeah. it was crazy. It's crazy. And it's a deep show in in a very Orwellian sense. Mm-hmm. Like we've said, it's it's got metaphor in it. It's right. got symbolism in it. And I understand why it appeals to people who right. are maybe counter, counterculture yeah. and 
But I don't see it as being heavy-handed or pretentious. I didn't see it at all. It felt really natural, considering it's unnatural. I agree with you in the sense that I'm pretty good at pegging pretension. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like Christopher Nolan, for example, has a tendency to veer into pretentiousness. Right. You know, or pretension. I mean, not to call him out. I'm. Let's not beat up on Christopher Nolan today. <laughs> but, uh, you know... I would definitely recommend this to people to at least watch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just mm-hmm. check it out, see what you think about it. Yeah. It's on Tubi right now. Yeah. So it's not like... So it's absolutely free because you don't have to pay for Tubi at all. You don't even have to sign up for anything. No, you, you just got to watch Pizza Hut commercials. One Pizza Hut commercial. One Pizza Hut For commercial. the price of one Pizza Hut commercial, you can watch <laughs> a pretty cool show. Yeah. So yeah, so that's my opinion of it. I would green light it, but I, mm-hmm. like, the, I like the fact that it's not long. Yeah, I agree. Because I do think... Well, again, it comes back to being contained. It's quality over quantity. quantity. And we've been saying this for a long time. People seem to think that bigger is better, and it is f***ing not. Or it's content. Like, yeah. we're just going to bombard you with content, but Ugh. nothing sticks because no. you're too busy being bombarded with the next thing mm-hmm. that you can't appreciate, good or bad, Yeah. anything that's... There's just no quality, and that comes down to, like... Builder grade, even. Yeah. When we're, like, renovating our house. Our house was built with builder grade. Builder grade f***ing sucks. Yeah. The quality of it is garbage. It falls apart immensely. I swear our house is made with plywood and toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, it's, it's, there's just no sense of long-lastingness. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, nothing about? is built to last. Like, Yeah, I... nothing is built to last. And, and we have this problem with uh, appliances these days. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why there's this meme of like, oh, this refrigerator from 1972 is still going strong. Well, it's funny, actually, talking about it. In the show, he destroys the radio. Yeah. And when he does so, an announcement comes over the loudspeakers. There's like mm-hmm. a loudspeaker that kind of like announces stuff. And it's like, we need a repairman to number six to repair an appliance. Yeah. And honestly, a thought popped in my head mm-hmm. of like, just replace it. Yeah, just get a new one. And I was like, no, that's not what you did back no. in the day. You actually had repairmen come out and fix the things you bought. Yeah. Whereas like today, it's just everything's disposable and everything's meant to be disposable. Yeah. We were making the joke yesterday when we were cleaning stuff out of like computers like used to last for, you said 20 years. And I'm like, well, we would still be using it if it was still <laughs> 20. But like, I mean, like you would buy a computer mm-hmm. and... You kept that computer. You would just upgrade it. Yeah. You would buy a new hard drive if you yeah. needed one to get. Like, I was always building computers, but now integrated. That's the word I wanted. But now everything <laughs> is integrated. Yes. And so you can't just replace one part. You have to throw out the whole thing and spend thousands of dollars on something new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, everything has to be, yeah, int- integrated is the perfect word. Yeah. Everything, we're, we're, we're made to think everything is, like, content it's like mm-hmm. it's like well tvs are so cheap why would i pay someone to fix this yeah you know like or whatever mm-hmm. like and it's like why can't we just make something that lasts like the anecdote i always come to is that there's a in the edison museum mm-hmm. uh there's a light bulb that he invented that is still burning yeah because he invented a light bulb that would never burn out yeah but there's no money in a light bulb that no. never burns out so everything is built to have a finite span. Yeah. Including your house. Including, oh, most definitely your house. God, the amount of repairs we have to fix on this thing. And this house is only 11 years old, yeah, by it's the not, way. It's not, an, we built it 11 years ago. Yeah. And it's at that point where it's like certain things that came with the house, like washers and dryers yeah. and whatever, whatever, like we have to fix or replace or. Because you know the warranty ends after 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything breaks down the day after that warranty ends. <laughs> yeah. So, or what happens is, like, you buy a thing, and one of the criticisms I've heard of, like, Teslas and stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, lots of, <laughs> lot, I mean, not the least of which is named after an inventor who died penniless because, you know, yeah. he was all about the science, you not know. Not the money. Not the money. Yeah. But um, is uh, because they're so on board, since technology becomes so outdated so fast these days mm-hmm. that at some point you can't upgrade that Tesla That's anymore crazy. that it becomes a brick. They can wow. just brick it because they're like, all our software is not going to work on your two-year-old. Oh, I'm sure it's a little longer than that, but like mm-hmm. theoretically two-year-old car wow. is outdated at this point. That's crazy lame. 
You know, if you want to keep that car for 10 years, uh, well, guess what? That's like using Windows 10 yeah. or whatever. You know, like you're Windows going, eight. that that Tesla's Windows XP. Oh, we God. can't use that anymore no. because the technology has uh, gone on. I've also been thinking about this, too, because, like, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about AI because uh, I... We always do, guys. It's a big part of our lives. It's a big part of our lives, but, like, uh, apparently the New York Times, you know, might actually be doing something good. Absolutely awesome. I mean, like, the thing with AI is that they these companies needed to be sued. Absolutely. But, like, nobody has the funds to do Clout. it. Clout. Like, how, do you, how does, like, an independent author mm-hmm. sue... Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. But they're finally doing it because AI has been used to scrape New York Times articles, sometimes almost word for wording them, and getting around paywalls and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. They're suing them for billions of dollars, and this is all fantastic. This is great. One of my, one of the things that occurred to me today, and this Mm -hmm. is like such a basic thought, Mm -hmm. and we, this is why we really need to get away from the idea of intelligence. Mm -hmm. The idea of intelligence to me is as an artist if i want to draw a cloud mm-hmm. i'm independently like i want to draw a cloud mm-hmm. and i don't i can go look at a cloud if i want to or i can imagine a cloud yeah. and then i can draw a cloud but the idea of drawing the cloud comes intrinsically within myself right computers can't be like i want to draw a cloud today no they have to be told, told mm-hmm. to do it and then basically become an image generator search engine yeah. that cobbles it together. That is not intelligence, and we really need to stop calling it that. Yeah. It's a branding thing to get away with a lot of theft and plagiarism. Yes, that's exactly what it's doing. It's it, 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 if a fucking computer today imagined yeah. and was like, I want to write a poem today. Yeah. Then, then I'd be like, whoa, Whoa, okay. that's fucking intelligent. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like, AI as it is right now is not intelligent. It just is a program that steals. It steals. And and that's what I have a problem with. I don't have a pro- problem with real AI. If you've got a robot who's actually sentient and whatever. Writing like, plays okay. on its own. On its own. I'm like, hey, man, that is really cool. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with theft. Yes. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah. And these programs are stealing and making hacks. Yes. Because the, awesome. it, because the initial thought does not come mm-hmm. from the computer no it it's regurgitating back mm-hmm. to you and I, again i'm sure like people much smarter than me that are listening to this podcast are sitting there right now being like duh cameron yeah but like <laughs> this really hit home for me this morning when i was mm-hmm. thinking about that i was like intelligence has to be self motivating yeah it has to be able to sit on a fainting chair and yeah. be like, my feelings. I need to put this to words. <laughs> it can't be, write me a poem. Yeah. Here's some words I want you to use, mm-hmm. blah, 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 or whatever. And I want it to be in this style, and I want it to be like Shakespeare and whatever. That's not f***ing intelligence. Well, I can tell you the publishing industry in itself is backfiring against AI. Good. Because like um, a lot of my new clients this year are uh, authors who homemade their covers. Uh-huh. And now they're like, no, I want a professional cover so that people don't lump me into this AI crap. Yeah. Of like, oh, this is a homemade cover, so clearly the book is written by AI. Yes. Or if they see an AI cover, they think the whole book is an AI cover. Well, like I said, like while we were talking about this, I was saying, like, I would never read a book that with an AI cover. Oh, absolutely not. Because I don't know what the contents are. The content was probably written by AI. And, and it, that's what's happening. So, like, all of these authors who have handwritten all this stuff is now like, no, we need a professional cover. Because I want m- people to respect my work. Exactly. And, again, a computer can't do that. No. So, uh, so I really want to get it down to it's a data scraping, plagiarism, mm-hmm. theft bot mm-hmm. that is not capable of intelligence. No, absolutely not. So, so let's. Tr- I want to try to I get. I hate that. these incel nerds who just worship and fawn over it like they do Elon Musk. Yeah. It's like God, you guys suck. And what's funny to me is like I feel like the same nerds. We should wrap this up. I feel like <laughs> the same nerds who like worship Elon Musk are the same people who would look down on somebody for watching the Kardashians or Real Housewives. I'm like, all it really is, let's get biblical, bitches. You are worshiping money, Mm -hmm. and you're looking at money as a a point system, Mm -hmm. and that if you have more money, it means you are a better person. Yeah. And it's sad. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, you should think better of yourself. Mm-hmm. Get, get better self-esteem. Anyway, The Prisoner, great show. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday. It can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us, uh, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So next week, I have a couple... I picked a couple things Okay. that we might be able to watch. I mean, like, I would like to do both, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you the, your choice. Mm-hmm. Now, one we might want to save for Halloween, or do we care? I don't know. I don't care. I think there's enough horror shows out there that we'll Absolutely. find enough to fill up a, a month. Mm-hmm. So, I want to either watch, from 1992, a show called Forever Night, spelled with a K. Ooh, excellent. It's about a vampire, and I think... I think it's like almost like Angel before Angel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm curious about this show. Okay. You know how I feel about vampires. Uh, the other show is a show that is kind of blowing up the charts on Netflix. It's a brand new show mm. called Fool Me Once. However, perhaps I should call it Harlan Coben's Fool Me Once. <laughs> I got another Harlan Coben. I'm seeing him everywhere. We were at our wholesaler store looking for like food, and there's some books, and it was Harlan Coben's whatever it was. And I was like, what the hell? Now suddenly I'm seeing him everywhere. Yeah, apparently a lot of his books are on Netflix, have been adapted for shows on Netflix. Oh, so they just went and bought him out. I got, I think so. Yeah. So like, I was like, I was like doing my thing or whatever, and I, I, it was like the hot new show on Netflix. And I was like, well, what is it? Wow, that's funny. Because it's appropriate for us. And it was like Harlan Coben's. I was like, oh my god, Harlan. So I kind of like, I'm like, well, we'll do both. I mean, not in the same day, obviously. Well, yeah. So do you so want? So we're going to be doing both Forever Night and Harlan Coben's Fooling. <laughs> Which one do you want to do first? Uh, Forever Night. You want to do Forever yeah, Night first? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so next two weeks are planned for us, guys. All right. Planned for Forever Night and Harlan Coben's Fool Me Once. Absolutely. Sounds great. And we'll see you next week. And no, this isn't our first New Year's show. So, no. I hope. Love 20- you. Bye. Always hate on Romans. Hate the Romans. <laughs>